Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au. Predict Australia's score with a crystal ball. And it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals. All thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Well, Roger Tovasashek made his debut for the Blues in yesterday's Super Rugby preseason 28-21 win over the Hurricanes in Wellington. Uh, pretty wet Wellington, um, I understand too. Uh, the man calling the action uh, on not such a great day for running rugby in particular uh, was uh, Sky Sports' Ken Laban, of course, uh, friend of the show. Ken, good morning to you. Good morning, Smithy. Yeah, mate. Now, you've managed to, to get where a lot of people weren't able to get behind closed doors. Uh, and uh, really, it was, uh, it was a hit out what's necessary for both squads, of course. What did you make of it between uh, the Blues and the Hurricanes? Well, I suppose on a positive sense, the Hurricanes jumped out 21-7. A penalty try and then um, uh, off a line-out drive where they collapsed the mall and then uh, exactly the same try a few minutes later. So they would be encouraged... Um, <clears throat> by that and equally the Blues would be encouraged with the way that they came back um, to to end up winning the game by 28 points to um, the 21 and they scored a couple of spectacular tries along the way and allowing for the fact that a lot of the key players um, were missing. Um, Smitty, I think they'd be reasonably happy that you know it was physical, they had a chance to um, get stuck in with a bit of contact ahead of the opening round next weekend. Okay, let's uh, look at the, the performance of uh, the, the man they're all talking about leading into this. We've been waiting to see him uh, in NPC action last year. We, we didn't get to see that. Uh, of course, Roger Tuovasa-Shek, and um, you know more than uh, anyone about uh, the two codes and making the transition, Ken. Uh, how did you see the early stages of it? Well, he gave away a couple of penalties for um, not releasing the ball on the ground. Um, after a professional career that took him to age 28, <clears throat> where you're allowed to die with a ball and then get up and play it with your feet. Um, so that's one rule change I thought that he struggled with. And, of course, penalties. Uh, that means you concede the kick and you concede the throw at the line-out and generally you concede field position. And sometimes it's a couple of minutes before you get the ball back. So um, he's got a little bit of work to do in those areas. His touches with the ball um, were fine and defensively um, he was solid. Um, and of course the danger well it's not a danger but the reality for him Smithy is that every time he takes the field what we want to see is you know does the performance match the hype Um, so I think that um, there were some good things that he did yesterday uh, but there will be also some things of of some concern Um, and I guess of interest was uh, is his best position 12 Um, and if Mm. he plays 12 who's going to play 13 
um, outside him. Are they talking about potentially him at 12 and Rico at 13? Um, Pedofeta, of course, who's been fantastic for them at the back, was very, very good yesterday. Um, he can play that kid. Um, each year he's, you know, adding another season of maturity and development um, in this game. And Harry Plummer looked good yesterday as well. And it looks like he might be starting the early season in the number 10 jersey, given um, this rule regarding the All Blacks not being available. It's an interesting point you make uh, about two of us, Sheik, and the 12. What kind of 12 do you think he's going to be? Is he going to be a, a, a 12 calling the shots, or is he going to be a hard-hitting 12 as such? Well, that's an interesting question. So he's not a he's not a Sonny Bill Williams body. Um, Sonny at 6'4", 108, uh, could run hard, run straight, commit defenders, and as we all know, comfortably able to get the ball away on the inside or outside. Um, he doesn't have the he doesn't have the the shape to do that. He's got the skill set um, to do that. He's certainly got the footwork, as we all know. Uh, but it's just you know worth bearing in mind that in rugby league the defence is ten metres back. Uh, in rugby union, standing on the advantage line, um, then I thought that was probably an area that he just struggled a little bit to come to grips with yesterday. Um, that the defence are right up on top um, of him and you can you know, try as hard as you want to be creative but sometimes the space is not there and of course you know, prior to Sonny Bill it was for a long time it was Mahanonu wasn't it 108 mm. kilos uh, 5 foot 11 and a half a big big banger um, as well so he's probably um, he's probably a combination of them but he's probably got to find his own way and find his own you know, is he going to play before the line and try and put the 13 away? Um, or is he going to take the ball forward and be a midfield target and recycle the ball? Or is he going to be a little bit of both? And I think the answer probably lies more in what kind of player Leon McDonald was. Um, and I think that potentially that could be the direction where Rogers uh, heading. Um, versatile, can play fullback, 13, 12, um, on the wing, uh, almost a David Harvey type player. Um, but I don't know, that's putting a lot of, on his feet when he's only had, you know, one half of a pre-season trial. But, um, mm. you know, certainly there's some interest over his performances. OK, let's uh, look across the fence then. And, and what impressed you uh, on the Hurricanes? Obviously, they, they hit the ground running with a good start. Yes, they did. Their scrum looked, um, their scrum looked very good. Uh, their line-out looked, um, looked pretty solid. They got a couple of good tries, one a penalty try and another a good drive off a, a typical Hawks Bay type, um, uh, try with Parsons running the cutter, uh, in the middle of the line. He's going to be good for the Hurricanes given the form that he's been in, um, in the last couple of years, um, as well. And they picked up Devery. Um, as well. So from the Hurricanes' uh, point of view, I guess the only area of concern for them is going to be, you know, who is going to play 10, Ruben Love and Jackson Garnham-Bashup. She had the 10 jersey yesterday, and when is TJ Pedernata going to come back? Is he going to start the season, um, or is he not? That's an interesting debate, Smithy, isn't it? Um, mm. The Crusaders, uh, I think, from a recent conversation I had with one of their coaching staff, they are 65 and three with uh, Richie Moonga on the park. So they're 92% with that boy in the number 10 jersey. Um, and if he's been told to sit out for uh, for six weeks, and as you know, uh, mate, it only takes you know one loss or one near loss that can cost you a home semi and can cost you a place in the playoffs. 
Um, you know, not to mention the other um, issues regarding the best players missing. You know, I know that there's no fans going to the game, but if you were a fan going to the game uh, and the best players weren't playing, do you feel that you're getting your money's worth? Um, <clears throat> you and I as well as being employees of Sky, we're also Sky subscribers. Uh, but how do we feel paying our Sky subscriptions um, when, we, when we buy quality products and we expect to see LeBron James um, playing for the Lakers and we expect to see, you know, Tom Brady playing for the Buccaneers or for the Patriots and we expect to see Bowden Barrett playing for the Blues and we expect to see Richie Maunga playing uh, for the Crusaders and they take them out for six weeks. Um, and he only played, to be fair, he only played a, um, a small part in the end of season footy. Anyway, I, you know, I would have thought that they could manage their minutes a lot better than just making these carte blanche decisions to just take them out of the competition because, you know, for sure, the competition itself, integrity, reputation, all of those things are the lesser for not having those players in the park. Oh, look, I totally agree with you, Ken, and I, it's got me baffled. It seems such a long, long time ago the All Blacks finished that tour. Uh, and, you know, it is, and for all intents and purposes, we're looking, coming up about nine weeks. Um, it's two and a bit months, and we're talking about professional sportsmen here. Uh, at the very least, it should be the player's choice for me. At the very least, it should be the player's choice. Um, they're grown up, they're grown men, uh, and for me, um, if, if they want to bail out and their heart's not on it to start this early, oh, so be it. But if they're ready to go and they want to play and they want to enhance their chances in front of selectors, etc., um, and just as well... Uh, just be damn good players for their franchises, let them go. Uh, I mean, the world's a different place than it used to be. I think we say that every day. But anyway, uh, Ken, I'm, I'm with you on that 100%. Um, what I don't normally do in terms of these preseason games, uh, take much notice of the score because, you know, there's no points in it as such. Uh, you want to just see uh, how combinations work, etc. But I did have a bit of a, a, an eyebrow raise at 61-7 the other night. Uh, what did you make of Moana Pacifica's debut? Well, it's going to be tough for them. You know, and that was against the Chiefs who played their B team um, as well. And the reality is, you know, lurking in the wings are the Highlanders, the Crusaders, um, the Blues and the Hurricanes. So it's going to be tough. And again, we go back to that debate about the rules of engagement. Um, was everybody being completely transparent in the process and allowing Moana Pacifica to put together a side that could be um, that could be competitive? There's some fabulous players across the five New Zealand franchises that are not going to make the starting lineup and only going to have limited uh, limited playing time. You know, with a with a much more broader, much more inclusive um, line of thinking and uh, and action, they could have shared some of those quality players um, around it. Even the Hurricanes yesterday had nice, you know, had a nice chat to Colsey um, before the game um, yesterday. Well, you know, they've got him and Asafo, um, Moore. Um, and obviously Colsey being the captain, he's going to start every game um, that he's available for and Asafo's only going to get limited playing time. But we all know Asafo was a player of the, um, of the future as far as the All Blacks. Are, um, are concerned how much better would it have been for the game for Moana Pacifica and for the player himself to get increased game time starting for Moana Pacifica um, every week and imagine if they had half a dozen test players um, in that side I think I think that would have been tremendous but you know it's the um, it's how it was allowed to happen and how it allowed to unfold and you know it is what it is but I think they could have done it we could have done as a game a better job to support Moana Pacifica particularly in terms of the quality of their playing roster Right, yeah, I mean, uh, obviously, clearly they, they started pretty well, but they ran out of gas towards the end of it, and I think that might be uh, part of it, because they're only, what, have they been together 
as a unit a, a tad over a month of that? Yeah, exactly. November, I think they started. Mm. Yeah, okay. Um, so concerns there, Chiefs uh, look good, and particularly they finished very strongly. Um, uh, so that's, that's it's all well and good. And the other one, of course, was uh, the Highlanders um, and the Crusaders uh, in Western and the return of uh, Falao Fokatava, uh, which apparently went pretty well. Yes, well, he's an exciting player. Um, you and I have seen a lot of him. Um, Smithy, another one to come through that wonderful um, uh, factory that is Hastings Boys High. Uh, tremendous success as a, uh, as a schoolboy, then through the New Zealand Secondary School um, system as well. And injuries essentially taken him out for the last 18 months. But he's a very, very exciting uh, young player. Aaron Smith has got a huge regard for the kid as um as we all do. Um, he's got good feed, he's tough, he's got a good talking game. Um, very, very good um, ball player. So he's, he's one kid looking forward to seeing a lot more of in, um, in 2022. A case in point, would he have been better to have gone to minor post speaker and started every week in the competition as well? That would have done a number of things. One, increased game time. Two, increased exposure. And three, would have made them better. I totally agree, Ken. I absolutely totally agree. So um, we'll get another look at them um, in the week uh, coming up, uh, another look at them as they head down to Queenstown and start preparing as such. Uh, how do you think that's going to work? And, and also uh, another interesting thing came through yesterday, the Blues CEO saying, listen, when they get past that, let's just open the doors and go. Um, what's your impression on that and how would Wellington react to that? Um, not very well. Um, uh, I'm surprised that um, a high-profile sports administrator would go public with a comment like that, uh, particularly when New Zealand has got a worldwide reputation that's been um, highly regarded given our low number of deaths and the way we've been able to keep the COVID um, situation as much as possible um, under control. I know we've been conservative at times, punitive, some would, some would say, but it's all been done in the best interest of keeping us safe. Um, I know Ashley Bloomfield well and have had a lot to do with him over the years and I trust him, I trust his advice and I trust the staff. I'm not sure I have the same level of confidence in the CEO of Auckland or the Blues rugby team. Okay, Ken, thank you very much for that. Uh, we'll see just what happens and uh, what stances are taken by the relative bodies. Uh, and that's uh, about a month away at, at this point anyway. So, hey, Ken, always good to talk to you, mate. I love your opinions, really do. Uh, speak no from the heart, it's great. Thank you. Thank you, Ken. Cheers. Cheers, Thank mate. you very much. Ken, La Ken Laban there with uh, an honest assessment uh, across the board, really, um, of uh, Roger Tuivasa-Shek of, um, of Moana Pacifica and the way they uh, were not helped in his mind. Uh, and, of course, uh, this thing from uh, the CEO of the Blues who's just come out and said, look, let's just throw open the doors and get on with it. So interesting perspectives there uh, all around.